Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. If you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, reach out. You can find all the contact information on the Almost Famous page at 959WATD.com. And give me a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. You can subscribe to the podcast, too. That can be found by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or head over to almostfamousradio.com. So we are right in the beginning of the new year, 2023. Happy New Year. And we're being joined in studio tonight, or not in studio, but remotely in studio tonight by singer-songwriter Amber Ace. So welcome to the show. Give yourself an introduction. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, my name is Amber Ace. I am a singer-songwriter. I like to say that I'm from Boston, but I'm really from a really small town 30 minutes south called Stoughton, Massachusetts. If you've been there, maybe you have been there because we have the only Ikea in Massachusetts. So I think if you need to go to Ikea at some point in Mass, that's where I'm from. Well, I'm from Holbrook, but, so I'm right next door. So it's, oh, it's good amazing. to with a neighbor tonight. Yes. It's a nice to have a little peace from home after living in Nashville for a year. It's nice to like talk to someone from the East Coast and stuff like that. So... I want to talk about the album first and foremost. The album came mm-hmm. out in September, coming of yes. age. Talk about that and where, and where it's available. Yes. Okay. So I released my very first album called Coming of Age on September 30th. It's out literally everywhere on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Napster, Deezer, you know, if you still want to go and use those things. It's probably on MySpace as well, if you're still into that space <laughs> as well. But yeah, it's on everything, and it's my baby. It's my quarantine album, and I'm so happy to have it out. So That's so great. So you mentioned you're from Stoughton. You now live in mm-hmm. Nashville. Talk about the move. What inspired that? I knew that I wanted to get out of my parents' house for a really long time. I've lived in Mass my entire life, basically, and went to Berkeley. After college, I stayed home. I was still like releasing music and all those things, but I knew that I won't have as many opportunities as I would like to. So I believe in my music. I believe in my art, but I had to take that step of faith of just really pushing myself to go into a place where there's a lot of opportunities, but it might be a little hard for me to do it. But I was like, if I don't try, if I don't get out of here, I'm just going to get stuck. So I just packed up my life and and moved in August of last year. How are you doing so far out there? At first, it was it was hard to settle in a little bit, but through like my church community and meeting a lot of people, I think I was able to find my footing pretty quickly. All I had was like one single really finished from the record. I released it in like March and it ended up going viral on TikTok. And then it kind of like skyrocketed everything else, which was really, really cool. To see that happening and to have like so much growth over the last couple of months of just living here a year is has been like really, really wild. And it's been a huge blessing to me. So speaking of TikTok, speaking of the socials Mm -hmm. and all that, let people know where they can find you. Oh, for sure. You can find me literally on everything on Twitter and Instagram. It's Amber underscore Ace. And that's A-I-S. And then on TikTok, it's just Amber Ace. Well, let's start off with some music tonight. We're going to be playing some tracks off of uh, some of your EPs and albums and singles. Mm-hmm. So what do you want to kick off with tonight? We could start with Better Without Me. That's a good one. All right, let's hear it. Amber Ace on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Wait. 
Joining us from Nashville tonight on the remote tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea, introducing you to independent band musicians from across New England. Better Without Me, one of the tracks off of your coming-of-age album. Talk about that song. How did that one happen, Amber? So I write a lot about my exes. I always have this joke every time like I meet a new guy or like I'm on a dating app. I'm like, oh, be careful, or I'll write a song about you. And they like think I'm joking, but it's like kind of a joke but it's not so <laughs> i had the brightest idea to creep on one of my exes and you know he was kind of thriving in life and i felt really jealous of that because that never ends feel, well I've, I've been there before <laughs> you know it just never like if you decide to creep on your exes that's not for the faint of heart like you're just looking for something like it's not like i'm even in love with that guy anymore like i'm completely over that relationship but it was something that i was like 
how come you get to thrive and I have to sell coffee? That's not fair. You cheated on me. Like, <laughs> you know, all the things. It just like made me feel like this is so tragic for me. It feels like comparing yourself to somebody else also is never going to end well. There's like this quote that is so true. It says comparison is the thief of joy. And so comparison, when you compare yourself to someone that you think is better than you, that makes you feel bad. If you compare yourself to someone that you think is less than you, like one, you're looking at somebody like they're less than you. And and two, it just makes you arrogant. And I kind of had to sit with myself and be like, you know, everybody has a journey and everybody is working on something. And my journey just looks different from somebody else's. Let's go back to your journey in the early years. When did music yeah. first become part of your life? I grew up in church like my whole life. I'm a Christian. My mom specifically, she was the choir director at the church I grew up at. And naturally, she like forced all of her children to like be in the choir. I just always, 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 always loved to sing like ever since I was a kid. When I was in elementary school, that's when I started like writing songs. And I don't know like what I was talking about. Like, I'm just thinking about how I was like so emo and so sad, <laughs> which doesn't make sense because nothing was happening in my life for me to be sad about. I was like eight and I was writing about my heart being broken. Like I would like legit write songs at recess, which is like kind of lame <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but I would like write songs at recess and I just kept writing and kept writing and I just like knew at such a young age that like music was going to be part of my life forever. When did music become your career? When did it become a career? What a question. I don't make music for a living right now, but it's something that I would like to do. As a joke, I usually say, oh yeah, I'm a singer songwriter, but for money, I'm a nanny. I think that I'm on my way to making it a career since the song Ordinary dropped. It got a million streams on Spotify, which is something that I never, ever, ever thought I was ever going to see. And because of that, it's paid my rent a couple times and all those things. And it, it feels like I'm making the baby steps to make it my livelihood. Once that realization happened, what changed about your mm. confidence level? Oh, what a good question. Okay. So my faith is such a huge part of my music journey. And I've always felt like God had just like created me to be creative. And I've always believed that God created me to make music. And there's like this thing in the Bible about your flesh and your spirit. Like even when my, my flesh, like me having like imposter syndrome or me feeling like I'm not good enough or like, oh, is this ever going to happen? It was almost like God would be like, oh no, like this is what you're supposed to do. I think that everybody kind of has that with everything that they do. Like there's like this, this piece of self-doubt or this piece of feeling like they're not good enough. But then there's like, it's not just passion. It's like purpose behind it that you're like, I don't care how I feel or how I'm thinking or any of those things, because I just know that this is just a part of who I am. You know, I don't think I could ever not make music. Your confidence is not necessarily in yourself. It's in the purpose that your music has. It's in the voice that you want to bring to the world. That is Amber Ace, the guest tonight on the tiny stage. Let's do more music. What track do you want to play next? Oh, we could play Pen. That's one of my favorites. I Let's think. do it. Amber Ace joining us tonight remotely on the tiny stage from Nashville, 95.9 WATD. Songs 
about you Even when I gave away my heart I knew that I saved an extra part for you Even though it wasn't fair to the ones who really cared I spared for you I think I write too many songs about you From Amber Ace, the guest tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Talk about that song, Amber. How did that song happen, Pen? Again, <laughs> a lot of my, my songs come from, like, my exes again. So, <laughs> so when you ask me a question, it's always going to start with some sort of ex situation. This one's kind of funny, though, because I had a dream about one of my exes, but it wasn't like a I'm in love with you kind of dream or anything like that. It was like really bizarre. So I had a dream that I randomly ran into my ex-boyfriend and I said to him, what are you doing here? And he said, I was just in the area. And we like <laughs> went to a water park and went on a water slide together. We had a really good time. And then, <laughs> and then he was like, well, nice to see you. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then I woke up and I was like, that was so weird. Cause I hadn't thought about him in like years at that point. I was like, oh, that's fine. I'll just write a song about it. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, I write too many songs about him. The song ended up being about how I write too many songs about him. You know, I think as an artist, you often write about the same thing over and over and over again. You kind of like rip the bandaid off like a million and one times just to get every single amount of emotion, every single amount of content you can from like this piece. Anytime someone breaks up with me, I'm like very, very sad about it. You know, I'm a hopeless romantic, but also a piece of me is always like, this is going to be so great for my next album. So, <laughs> so I, I, in a way, I'm not saying I don't ever want to get married, but I think that these people breaking up with me is, has been helping my career so much. So some people make for good content. That is Amber Ace, the guest tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. We are up against our first break of the night. We have a lot more to chat about, more songs to share as well on the Tiny Stage Hour of Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD, brought to you by Tiny and Sunglass. 
And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, being joined tonight remotely in Nashville by singer-songwriter Amber Ace. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing great, and Happy New Year, too. I forgot to mention that. Happy New Year to everybody. I hope everyone started their New Year's resolutions. Yes, and keeping them, too. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's another question. Yes. Are you keeping them, though? So give yourself another introduction, if you would. Okay. Hi, I am Amber Ace. I'm a singer-songwriter, born and raised in Boston, Massachusetts, but I grew up in Stoughton, Massachusetts. I make indie singer-songwriter pop music. And I just released my first album at the end of September called Coming of Age. And you can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, and all those things. Yeah. And how about the socials, the website, anything like that? Oh, right. My socials, you can find me literally everywhere at Amber underscore Ace, A-I-S. And that's me. Very cool. Any fun plans so far for the new year? Yeah, I have two shows in Nashville coming up. I'm also working on like some new music, which I'm super excited about. It's a little more mature. It's a little more me coming into my own with my sound. And I'm super excited to release it in this next year. You just touched on live performing. When did that become part of who you are? I started performing live acoustically when I was in high school. I used to struggle a lot with stage fright. I would get really, really bad panic attacks before I sang. I would like freak out and like cry and panic so much because I didn't want to mess up. I wanted to be perfect and all those things. And then there was parts of me that were like, oh, I'm not talented and and all those things. And then like, I really got hit with insecurity and imposter syndrome when I was at Berkeley. A lot of people don't really like to talk about this, but I think a lot of people who go to a music college, you're hit with Everybody is good from where they come from. So you're kind of hit with this whole, oh, wait, I'm not the best, you know, because everyone's the best from where they come from. So then when you go to a school where everyone's the best, you're like, oh, wait, am I even that good? Because that person is really good and all these things. So in college, I was really hit with this like fear of performing because I didn't want people to compare me to other people. But then like I ended up forcing myself to perform for like an entire summer after I graduated. And it just made me want to do it more. Every single time I have a show, I can't wait. Like, I get so excited to play. And I'm like, yo, I want to do so many more. I want to do more and more and more. And since I've come to Nashville, like live music is such a huge part of the, the culture here. So I'm so excited to perform even more now. And I love performing with people that I love. Having that kind of family feel with the people that I'm on stage with and having that sort of like emotional connection with the crowd and all that stuff has been really cool because I want people to feel like I'm relating to them. Well, whatever you're doing, it's definitely working. So let's do more of your music. What do you want to share next? Let's see. Yes, missing you. Let's do missing you. All right. Let's hear it. Amber Ace on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Embrace myself for the way Cause right now 
Missing You, Amber Ace, coming to us from Nashville. Talk about that song. How did that one happen? Another ex story? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know how everyone has like the worst heartbreak of their life? It's like their first time they ever fall in love, and then like someone like breaks their heart, and it's like the worst. That was mine, you know? Um, and so I had been writing about this guy for like years and years and years. And so this album is literally just like me shedding all of that and just going into my 20s. And being very like nostalgic. So we have a lot of songs that are about things from my past, but they're kind of looking at them like I've kind of already walked away from them, if that makes sense. I wrote them at a certain point, but it's almost like I'm looking at the woman that I I was becoming at the time. And I think that it's okay to sometimes miss people, even if you know that they don't like feel that way about you, like, or any of those things. And I just think there were moments I was just like, oh, like I kind of miss when we were happy for those two seconds we had. That's kind of... We're missing you kind of stemmed from. Speaking of the album name, Coming of Age, you're coming of age in Nashville, which is a great place for musicians to come into their own. But every time I have somebody on this show who's from this area that moves to Nashville, they always say the same thing. And you said it too, finding your people. How did you find your circle of friends and and collaborators in Nashville? I started going to this church I really love called The Belonging. So the thing about that space is that like almost everybody there is like a musician, artist kind of person. And so it's cool to share faith with someone, but also share like the fact that you're a creative as well with other people. So that was really helpful. Before I moved, I knew a couple people who lived in Nashville already. So they kind of helped me, you know, get to know more artists, get to know more people, kind of network a little bit. I would go to people's shows. I think a way to find your people and a way to be collaborative is to support other people. Supporting other people is so important. And 
it's something that I think is like a lost art. So I would go to other people's shows and just try to talk to people where I was at. Like my friend Gavin, I met him like years ago at a show in Boston. I opened for his band and he lives here. Right. And Gavin was one of the first people that met up with me, like my first week of moving here. Shout out to Gavin. The thing about him is that everybody knows who he is. <laughs> and I think that's like a really cool quality to have is that everybody knows who he is because he's so like collaborative and totally wants to like meet up with people and like all those things. I got management this year. So they kind of put me in the same room as like a couple different producers and different writers. So that was really fun to like work with other people and be collaborative in that way. Again, Nashville is a very collaborative space. The misconception that Nashville is just for country music. Yeah. I think that's a very common misconception. There is a pop scene here. It's actually kind of growing and thriving. And I think a lot of people, even like big artists kind of live here too. Like big pop writers like JP Sachs and Julia Michaels all live here, which is weird because they're so in the pop world that they should be in LA, but they're not wild. How about advice for an aspiring musician thinking about a move to Nashville? What would you say to them? Just do it. That's Amber Ace, the guest tonight on the Tiny Stage. Let's do more music. What are we listening to next? Uh, We're going to take it all the way back. We're going to go back to Why Can't I Bring Myself, which is W-C-I-B-M. I I love this song. Let's hear it, and then we'll talk about it. Amber Ace on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 W-A-T-D. Yeah. 
on the tiny stage 95.9 WATD talk about that song that song is it goes back a ways but it's still relevant today it's probably one of my favorite songs that I've ever written because it's so real when I go through like heartbreak I'm somebody who has to like process it all I want to understand every single piece and so the song says why can't I bring myself and so Basically, it's just like in those moments of heartbreak for me, I was like, I feel like I'm going to love this person for the rest of my life and I want to hate them. But why can't I bring myself, you know, whether it's heartbreak or mental health or Mm -hmm. faith or anything in your life that Mm -hmm. is difficult to talk about. Mm -hmm. A lot of times singing it is a lot easier. Does that relate to you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Something I learned in like my songwriting classes in college is that songwriting is a mirror. It's just you looking back at yourself and you being so authentic and being so honest with yourself. We have a way of being able to vocalize the things that people are afraid to say, feel and fear, but they don't have the right vocabulary for it. And so I've always wanted someone to like be relatable in my writing and be able to write the things that people are afraid to say. Do you have any songs that are, at the moment, too personal for the world to hear? Oh, yes. <laughs> there's, there's this one song that almost got me in trouble. It'll probably be out later. Not now, but it'll be out later. There is one song that is a little too <laughs> soon to talk about. Amber Ace is the guest tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Let's do more music. What are we listening to next? Let's do an oldie. Uh, let's do fences. All right, let's hear it. Amber Ace joining us from Nashville on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD.
Fences, an older track from Amber Ace 95.9 WATD. What is that track from? Fences is off my little baby summer EP project called Blush. I released that one in 2020. And all these are available online, too, all the streaming services. Yes, it's on everything. Spotify, Apple Music. Anywhere you listen to music, it's there. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Thoughts or feelings on the empowerment of women in the music business, beyond just performing women in the positions Mm -hmm. of management, artist development, studio and live sound production, talent buyers, and and Mm -hmm. so on. There's so many women who are arising in the music community, and this wasn't the case even five years ago. Right. What does that mean to you? I think there should be more women in the music industry. I personally feel like there's a lot more women artists that are kind of making a mark in music right now. And I think that we need more women because of that. More women supporting women, more women producers, you know, so other women feel safe. Because we hear a lot of stories about men in positions of power, like taking advantage of women and and all those things. Praise God that nothing like that has ever happened to me. But just like hearing stories from a couple of friends where they'd been like sexually assaulted and all those things, I think changing the narrative of the music industry could start with women being supportive of one another and with women who genuinely care about the development of an artist and, you know, aren't going to like over sexualize somebody or or any of those things, but are going to just do the work that it takes to make the music industry be the music industry that it should be. But it takes people also taking women seriously. We have a long way to go, but I think we're on our way to creating a spot for us. I'm sure in some cases, men aren't even aware of some of the things that they are doing. What advice would you give to men working with women in a professional environment? Seeing women as people, seeing a woman as a person, not just as beautiful. I think obviously it's okay to call a woman beautiful, but like not making that who she is. Exactly. The person first. Yes. The person of who they are. Like women are talented and and all those things. It shouldn't be a minority. Yes, we're much more than what we look like. And we're also much more than than what we do as well. So just seeing women as people and as friends, as colleagues, as respectable, you know. Speaking of which, too, as a strong black woman yourself Mm -hmm. in a genre not typically occupied by strong black women, what advice would you give to somebody who is considering following your footsteps? It's so interesting because for me, I know I'm a minority because not a lot of black women make the music that I make. For me, when I was growing up, I would have loved to see a black girl be a pop star and play guitar and all those things. Because of course, I love Beyonce. I love Lizzo. I love Megan Thee Stallion. I love all these powerful women in the industry, but I'm not a rapper and I can't dance and I don't sing R&B music. So it was something that I was like, I don't feel like I have a space, but I think just being true to who you are, that is what I would tell anybody who wants to make music, who wants to do anything. Just be true to who you are. And then like your lane will just carve out itself. So that's my advice to anybody. We are chatting with Amber Ace tonight on the Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD. We are up against our final break of the night. We have one more song. Does that work for you? Yes. All right. We'll do that after this on 95.9 WATD, Almost Famous. And now back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to Almost Famous 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, 
Happy New Year. We are still in the very early stages of 2023. And being joined tonight by somebody who I've been trying to get on this tiny stage for a long time now, Amber yeah. Ace, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm so glad great. to be able to do this. Yeah, and I apologize to you too because you you like I think sent me an Instagram message or something over the summer and I didn't see it or something. So I'm, I'm glad we right. can finally connect because I love yeah, your I'm music. I'm so glad we got able to do it. Give yourself another introduction, one final time tonight, if you would. Hi, my name is Amber Ace, and I am a singer songwriter from. Stoughton, Massachusetts. I hope people from the East Coast or all my East Coast friends are listening to it tonight. Thank you so much, John, for having me. You can find all of my music on Spotify, Apple Music, any place you listen to music. You can just search Amber Ace and that's A-I-S. Let's talk influences for just a moment. Who did you grow up listening to? Who are you listening to now? Ooh, I love, love everyone and their mother knows this about me that I love John Mayer so, 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 so much. He is probably one of my biggest influences and probably one of my biggest songwriting influences ever. I think he has such a... One, I I love his career because his career is all about like longevity and like all these things, but he is such a great songwriter. Yes, his musicianship is also incredible, but I think as a songwriter, as a lyricist, I think he's such a great storyteller. Somebody I love currently now, Julia Michaels. I think everything she writes is great. She has such a unique way of writing pop music that says something that's able to be relatable. And that's something that I love. Also a huge SZA fan. She just released a record. So I've been like really, 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 really listening to her. But I love SZA. I think she also has like a great way of being honest in her writing. And I think that's something that I want to be in my writing as well. And I think that's something that I can get from all three of those artists. So you're driving in your car. There's nobody mm-hmm. else in the car with you. All the windows are rolled up. Mm-hmm. And you put a song on your Spotify playlist that nobody knows you listen to. <laughs> that you just crank up as loud as possible. What is that song? Oh, okay. I was actually just talking about this. I don't believe in guilty pleasure songs because I think if you like a song, you just like it. And I think that you should not have shame about whatever song you like. So I don't have shame with what I listen to. If the windows are up or down, I'm putting on Celine Dion because <laughs> I love her. I think Who she's doesn't? so she's so good, and I'm so sad because I think she ha- got has like this very rare like disease. I just heard that on yeah. her tour, so it makes me so sad. But I love Celine Dion so much, and I think the song has to be "That's the Way It Is" because. That is a banger. It's just so good. <laughs> Every time. I love Celine Dion, and I love That's the Way It Is. So that's the way I The importance of faith in your life. You talked about that throughout the night mm-hmm. here. And elaborate more on how that affects not just your music, but your personal life and your family life. Oh, wow. Yes. My faith has been such a huge part of my life. So I really started following Jesus when I was about 16 years old. and. I think that following Jesus not only makes me aware of like what I'm called to do, but to me, it's like having a friend that's always there. I think living for something bigger than yourself, it takes the pressure off of life. There are days where, you know, when we're worried, when we're anxious, you know, it's all very self-centered. It's about us, about our lives. But the second I like look up and I pray or I cry. It's like something that's so 
unexplainable when I walk through this life, even experiencing joy, I'm not alone in. And so I'm so grateful to have my faith and to have Jesus as a friend. It's been such a huge impact on me. What a great answer. That's Amber Ace. We have time for one more song before we wrap things up tonight. What are we closing out with? Let's close with a banger. Let's close with Ordinary. Let's hear it. Amber, thank you so much for making this possible tonight. And we will talk to you very soon. Best of luck with everything in the new year. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. 95.9 WATD. We'll talk to you next week. All my Mondays Seem so mundane Without you till that day you said hey And this heart of mine changed Oh, it's not what I'm used to Did I find a Without